Dora, oh my god, our credit card bill just arrived and it's maxed out. What have you been spending on? I thought we discussed this. We should reduce our spending. Did you buy makeup again? No, I swear I did not. How about jewelry? You bought diamond rings again, didn't you? No, I didn't. I only bought onion rings. Onion rings, ah, okay, that makes sense. Why didn't you say so? Welcome to another episode of Banana Q Podcast. Today we are discussing a topic that has been quite popular in the news this past few months, and that is inflation. Ooh, inflation. So Ray, can you tell us, what is the latest inflation rate in the Philippines? Well, we thought that the inflation in December 2022 was high at 8.1%, and there's now a recent report of the January 2023 inflation rate in the Philippines, and it's actually at 8.7%. So even higher than the 8.1% last month. So it is a spectacularly high um, interest rate. So for, for everyone's reference, the target inflation rate in the Philippines is only around 2 to 4%. Oh. So it's almost more, it's more than double yeah. of the upper bracket of the target of inflation target of the Banco Central of the Philippines, so it mm. is really high. Okay, so what actually is inflation, though? Mm, that's a good question. And maybe before we define what inflation is, maybe I can ask you: Do you remember how much it costs to have one kilo of rice when you were younger? Maybe say elementary school. Um, well, I wasn't doing our family's groceries in elementary, <laughs> so unfortunately, I do not have an answer for this. But how about something that I actually bought? For example, cheapy. Mm. I used to buy them for like three fifty in our canteen. Three pesos and fifty cents. Yes, okay. yeah, yeah. For the small and one. Do you know how much cheapy is now? Yeah. Uh, so I researched. Um, obviously, we cannot go to a physical grocery store in the Philippines now, but <laughs> I went online and on Lazada, someone is selling cheapy. Specifically, garlic and vinegar corn chips. So for a set of three, it's thirty-three pesos. So that's eleven for one piece. So maybe it's somewhere wow. there. So from three fifty to eleven pesos, mm. right? Yes. So that is inflation, right? The increase, the general increase of the prices of our goods, is what we call inflation. So you can imagine that it used to cost three pesos and fifty cents, and now it's more than triple. It's eleven pesos, mm. right? Yeah. It's something that's already, it's it's not so new to us, right? Mm. Like for me, when I was younger, I've always thought, okay, my 10 peso baon in high school can no longer be enough uh, <laughs> in college, right? Yeah, like definitely, we used to, yeah. Oh, mm. Do you remember how much your baon was when you were younger? I think in high school, I was getting around 20 pesos per day. And then in college, I was getting 30 pesos per day. Okay. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> So there generally is an increase in price, right? Mm. But the increase in price is actually healthy. If you ask any economist, they're not afraid of inflation. The problem is if it's too high, if it's too much of an inflation. And why do economists think that inflation is okay? Because inflation actually helps people push demand, push wanting to buy more stuff. Because if there's no increase in price, what's the point of using my money now? Right? I could just save it uh, in a bank or, or maybe keep it under my mattress mm-hmm. because 
a 10 peso now is still the same 10 peso tomorrow or 10 years from now because、mm. prices are not changing. But if prices are changing at a constant or a stable rate in inflation terms, then people are enticed to actually use their money, buy stuff, use services, right? Because、mm. if you don't buy it now, in the future, your money is going to be worth less.、Mm. It's going to be worth less because prices are generally higher in the future.、I、And、see. as you know, in our economy, it's very important for people to actually spend. Spend money. Because, say, if you buy cheapy from your Sari Sari store, then that three pesos and fifty cents is revenue or income for that Sari Sari store.、Ah. And that Sari Sari store can buy again from the wholesale market, sell again at 350. So there is a constant generation of profit for every money that you spend is actually generating money for the economy. So, it's not just for cheapy. If you spend your money, say if you go to the salon, then the, the hairdresser has income,、mm. right? And that income, when, when that hairdresser、uh, receives money, then that person will also buy services, also buy stuff. So, it's a continuous cycle of us spending money, and that spend is actually somebody else's income. Does、uh. that make sense? If you take a look at Japan, right? Japan has been struggling with inflation. It's. Uh, there is a term called lost decade of Japan, or decades now, because it's been、uh, more, than, more, more than a decade that Japan doesn't have any inflation at all. Zero to one percent. Oh. It's kind of like how, how much prices here have grown. And the problem with that is the economy of Japan has stagnated as well. It hasn't grown. I see. Because people are not spending, and so businesses are not earning as much if you compare it with the US. So, yeah, it, it is a problem as well if you don't have inflation. That is why central banks all over the world h a s its target, what they call as price stability, right? And, and price stability doesn't mean constant price.、Mm. They want it to increase, but at a very stable rate. So, target is usually around 2 to 4%. 4% is even Actually, high if, if you say in the US, US, their usual target is 2%. Yeah, and, and that's why also when you're getting salary increase every year, right?、Mm. Increases usually around 2 to 3% also that they、mm. usually give to people, right? When, right? when giving salary increases, and that is to keep up with inflation. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. So co- companies usually match inflation, right? And that's the problem of high inflation.、Mm. Because if you think about it, if inflation is so high, Then, workers like you and I, we will demand from our bosses to increase our salary、mm. to match the rate of inflation, right?、Mm. So, if we demand, boss, give me 9% because inflation in Philippines is 8.7%,、mm. I need to at least match 8.7%, right?、Mm. And then, if we team up together, all the workers team up and demand 9%, the、uh, company g i v e in, right? Okay, fine, we will give you 9% in. Increase this year.、Mm. But the business is a business. It needs to earn money.、Mm. So, what does it do? It will increase the price of its goods, right?、Uh. To pass on the cost, the higher cost of employees to the consumer.、Mm. So, then it becomes a vicious cycle because workers demand high pay, you know, businesses increase the price to keep up with the cost of employment, and so. Prices will go higher.、Mm. So that's what economists are afraid of.、Mm. Um, they don't want 
inflation becoming a permanent and and an extremely high and in, uh, at an unsustainable rate. So right. So that's what it is. But economists also think that it's not actually inflation that is the problem. It's inflation expectation. Now, what is what that? that? Yeah. Mean? What does that mean? Yeah. It sounds weird. Right? <laughs> yeah. What is so, that? <laughs> Because in theory, inflation should be self-correcting. Meaning, if, say, in your example mm. of cheapy, right? Three pesos and 50 cents. Mm. If cheapy all of a sudden doubles in price, becomes seven pesos, you as a consumer, you would double check, right? Mm, is it inflation? Is this price increase only for this sari-sari store? Mm. Or so let me check for other sources. Maybe this person is just uh, what's that? Hakog or oh, <laughs> greedy? <laughs> greedy, yeah, a greedy businessman. Mm-hmm. So you will check for other sources. See if there's another sari sari store that sells it for three fifty. If you find one, then you will buy that, right? So it's it is because it's a market. There mm. are blips and differences in prices and. As a rational being, as a rational consumer, you would look for the cheapest available price, right? But what if you cannot find any other? Everybody else is selling at seven pesos. Mm. Then you, as a consumer, would also think: Is it the end of the world? Is cheapy the only snack that <laughs> I can enjoy? Yeah. Maybe I'll try something else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe Mr. Chips. A- a- other than, oh, maybe Mr. <laughs> Chips. Yeah. <laughs> Then. <laughs> so w- what happens is people would now buy an alternative, Mr. Chips. Mm-hmm. So nobody is buying Chippy anymore. Right. So that would generally move the price down, right, of Chippy. Mm-hmm. Hey, nobody is buying Chippy, so let's match the price of Mr. Chips. So let's lower, or maybe Mr. Chips will, because of the demand, will increase in price. So as you can see, prices fluctuate depending on supply demand. Mm-hmm. And so it's generally kind of not a permanent fix. So for economists, it's not inflation that is the problem. It's inflation expectations. It's actually the behavior of us consumers. Mm. What we feel and think inflation will be in the future. Okay. So say, for example, you see this news that the inflation is 8.7. This is historical, right? This mm. is looking at January 2023. Mm-hmm. If you feel that the inflation will be about the same or higher than what it is in January, then you will demand from your boss a higher salary. Ah, got but, it. But if your expectation, if your thinking is, ah, it's just temporary because of so and so, it will go down. Then you will not ask for a salary increase. I see. Got it. So it won't add to the. Cycle that you mentioned earlier, but mm. my question is though, why? What causes inflation to be higher than expected? Though I mean, barring the oh. the people and what, for example, why? Why was it eight point seven percent? What caused That's it to be that high? That's a very good question. Yeah. and and generally for inflation, there are a lot of reasons, right? And maybe let's go through the very relevant reasons why, in general, inflation around the world is higher than normal. Yeah. So number one reason is the supply shock we call it supply chain problems right mm. so if it is more expensive to produce a good mm. 
then generally the price would go up. Ah. Right? So, so this is what happened with yeah. the onions in the Philippines, right? Something about the supply chain. Was it floods or something? And the price yeah. of onions went up like super high. Was it 600 pesos a kilo or something? I can't remember. And people were mm. memeing about it. Like, you know, um, <laughs> ang yaman mo, if you're sh- like, you're so rich if you're wearing like a necklace of onions. So that's your flex now. If you're showing that you have <laughs> onions, oh, you must be rich. So it's actually quite funny, those memes. But I don't know if the price of onions has gone down now in the Philippines. But I guess that's it, right? That's mm. the one you mentioned, the supply. And I think yes. in other countries, not just the Philippines, um, there is a lot of uh, high inflation in other countries. And it was triggered mm. by the pandemic, first of all, right? There were supply mm. chains that got, what they call this, blocked, right? Because mm. there was a lot of less movement because That's of right. that. Yeah. And then to add to that, the war in Ukraine. So there were things that mm-hmm. were coming from that side of the world that suddenly cannot go to maybe U.S. or something. And that That's also right. triggered why I think U.S. had a high inflation as well. I don't know this year, but last year, right? I, I know people mm-hmm. have been complaining about it. You're right. You've mentioned the invasion of Ukraine as well. And in that part of the world, they actually supply a lot of the energy, gases, oil. So if prices of these very important raw materials are higher, then businesses don't have a choice but to increase prices of their mm. goods as well. So that's the supply side. Got it. Yeah, I think, yeah, so that that caused the inflation to go higher in those countries in the West. Because I think in mm. uh, is it Europe, I think there are certain places like UK that their electricity mm. bill went up, right? Because you mentioned mm. the, the energy supply. Yeah, yes, okay. Yes, that's right. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then if you look at, at the, demand, the demand side of things, like us consumers... During the pandemic, there was also a blip, right? Like if you can imagine the work from home goods actually surged in prices like desks, oh, yeah. computers, because all of a sudden, hey, you, we, we can't go to the office. And so I need a, a proper work from home setup. Mm-hmm. So the prices of especially those ergonomic tables, like mm. the ones that go up and down. Sold out, all sold out. And if you got one, you probably paid a kidney to get one because the prices are <laughs> oh so okay, high. Oh my God, okay, sure. Mm. But in general, the demand is also fueled by central banks around the world. Post-2008 financial crisis, they've been printing a lot of money, right? Mm-hmm. To kind of boost demand from people. So if, if you might recall, in 2008, there was a global meltdown of global economies. Yep, recession. Uh, uh, right? Mm-hmm. There was a great recession. And people were so afraid. Like, I don't want to spend. Um, right? Because I don't want to feel that pain again. Or yeah. perhaps people got burnt out. They need to pay a lot of debt um, mm. as a result. And so nobody else was buying stuff. Nobody was going to the salons anymore. Mm. So it's a big problem for the economy. So to boost the economy, to help put back demand on the table, what the central banks uh, has been doing is they've been printing a lot of money. They've been giving... Uh, when you say print a lot of money, it's a bit strange, right? Because <laughs> that's what they do. Yeah, they, they, they actually create money, but... How do they put that money that they're printing into the consumers? Yeah. They do that by lowering interest rates. Mm. Right? So if banks offer very low interest rate, businessmen would want to get a loan. Mm. 
right? Okay, they would it. lower their prices because money is cheap. They can just get a loan at, say, 0.1% interest rate. Right? I see. Okay. Virtually nothing. And if you're a consumer and you think, oh, it's actually that low to get a loan from the bank, why don't I buy a car? Like, mm-hmm. uh, or why don't I finally renovate my house? I can get a housing loan for a very low rate. So to entice people to actually get more stuff or go to have more services for them is lowering the interest rate. So if you take a look at the historical interest rates in the U.S., it actually went so low, it went negative sometimes. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Okay. So what, what, what does that mean? That means a lot of people have a lot of money, especially during the pandemic, right? Mm. A lot of people received uh, benefits from the government. Yeah. I think they were uh, trying to entice benefits. the people to mm. spend because, yeah, the, the 2008 behavior that was also kind of replicated in 2020, right? Mm. 2020, a lot of people in industries like tourism and food industry lost their jobs. So I think right. that's why not a lot of people were spending. And the government had to mm. give handouts. In Hong Kong, they were giving like consumption vouchers is what they call them. Mm. Yeah. Consumption voucher. Yeah, that's mm. right. So if you have a lot of consumption vouchers, you're actually giving free money to people. Interest is very, very low. Mm. So you have this general confidence from consumers to demand more stuff, right? And if you combine that with a supply chain problem, a supply shock, like we're actually not having enough goods for everybody. Mm. So that would mean prices would go up, right? Like it would go to the best bidder. Ah, okay. Mm. So if, if there are 10 PCs, 10 personal computers, and there are 12 of us wanting a personal computer and all of the, all of the 12 people have money, <laughs> then they would just outbid each other. I see. So that, that's why inflation is very high. So maybe let's take a look at what specific items actually increased the most in the 8.7% inflation okay. in January, right? So let's see here. So according to this article from the Philippine Statistics Office, uh, the main driver in the uptrend of inflation in January 2023 was the higher year-on-year increase in the index of housing, water, electricity, gas, and other fuels. Okay. These are really important stuff. Like if your water bill increased 50%, you don't have a choice. Like you need water. Yeah. <laughs> uh, un- unless you, you let uh, MCWD or the water district cut off your water supply, mm-hmm. you don't actually have a choice. Yeah. Right? You need to pay. You need to foot that bill. Yes. It's more so with electricity, mm. gas, so that increased the most, uh, 8.5% yeah. from 7% in December 2022. And this was followed by food and non-alcoholic beverages at 10 point old. This is even higher, 10.7%. Uh, yeah, because the supply chain, I suppose, like the onions again, um, I'm sure it's just one. Mm. That was the one that was most popular, <laughs> but I'm sure other others were also... <laughs> We're also impacted, right? <laughs> okay. Yeah, so that's why the food was higher because of the onions, mm-hmm. as you've mentioned. So other notable increases, you have clothing and footwear, 4%. Furnishings, household equipment, 5%. Health, 3%. Maybe medicines. Yeah. 
recreation sports 4%. Hmm? Recreation sports maybe badminton courts. <laughs> okay. Yeah, or recreation 4%. like movies. Cin- ah, yeah, c- movies. movie tickets and whatever probably. Yeah. So probably because demand is back, right? Maybe mm. people are now going out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it increased by 4%. And lastly, personal care. 5%. Personal care. What is the skincare product? Or facials Facial. okay. or going to the salons and massages. Those all mm. those um service related stuff, right? You're right. Mm. I see. So it is a big problem, right? 8.7% obviously. Governments need to do stuff to <laughs> what what do, what can they do to tame inflation? Mm-hmm. Um, that's the big question. And if our government is well equipped to actually do the things that should be done uh, to put back inflation back to the target rate of two to four percent. So in general, there are two ways, two modes or two branches of government that can try and tame inflation, right? First is the central bank, which is Banco Central of the Philippines or BSP, Mm -hmm. Boy Scouts of the Philippines. (laughs) And what they can do is raise the interest rate, Mm. right? And in fact, they've been doing that consistently but it seems like they're not doing enough to to quell demand, right? So we've mentioned already, if interest rates are low, people would demand more goods. So if the central bank increases the interest rate, then maybe you would think, maybe I shouldn't replace my car, <laughs> right? Maybe I shouldn't buy a new car. It's, it's too high interest rate. Mm-hmm. So th- that's the monetary policy of mm-hmm. Banco Central to restrict the supply of money through increasing interest rates. Mm -hmm. On the other side, on the fiscal policy, governments can also increase taxes, right? So if you increase tax, then people would not buy more stuff because, (laughs) you know, I I don't want to pay higher taxes. So either... But both are taxes, right? You tax through interest rate or you tax through. Uh, but a taxes, taxes, you mean through VAT or something or what? Yeah. Okay. VAT. Yeah. Mm, okay. So it would increase. It's strange, right? Because, oh, that means our prices will increase. You want to fight inflation, <laughs> but then you want to. Yeah, increase I was going to say, it seems like you're just. Aren't you just making people's lives harder by doing this? <laughs> And that's exactly the point, mm. right? You want, I think that's the, that's the point. There, there will be pain. There will be, and that is why recession is kind of like in the periphery, right? Because what the government would have to do is inflict pain so that demand would stabilize. People would not buy a lot of stuff mm. anymore. But when I say stuff, that means a lot of the discretionary spending that people have been doing, like speculating in, in cryptocurrency or buying a second car, like things that aren't really necessary. Okay, got it. People would think twice to buy them and just stick to the essentials. You're inflicting pain for the greater good, basically, which seems a bit... Yes. All right, okay, got it. So those are the two things that two different branches of the government can do. But I think there's, there's a bigger agenda that the government needs to do, right? They need to... Let the people think and believe that prices will go down, that prices will stabilize, Mm. right? Because even if they do those things that we've mentioned, 
if the people still believe, still expect a higher inflation in the future, it actually doesn't change anything. Mm. Right? People would still buy now because it will be twice in price in the future. So I should buy now. So if if people keep buying now, buying now, I'll I'll, I'll speculate now. I'll mm. buy a second house now because this house. I buy it for a hundred thousand pesos. It's gonna double in price next year. So mm. I'll buy a second <laughs> house, a third. That escalated quickly. Like seriously. <laughs> <laughs> okay, got yeah. it. Okay, mm. I see. Okay, so so behavior also contributes to inflation. Okay, it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy. Then, if you believe that inflation will happen, and because mm. of your behavior, it does happen. So we we talk about Philippines having a high inflation. How about in Hong Kong? Have you felt specifically an item that you used to buy regularly and you've actually said you know what i should cut down on this item because the prices are getting ridiculous um well i just looked it up now and hong kong inflation rate was two percent in december so it's not as bad as the philippines for sure Mm, i didn't really feel um yeah i don't know if i'm just not very good at note I should probably be taking notes about how much stuff are but I I don't mm. remember that there was a ridiculous increase yeah probably not and it, it's, mm. it's because oh. I think you mentioned the demand thing contributes right but the thing is a lot of people left Hong Kong the past three years like there's been a net effect of I think I don't remember the exact number but it's like a huge I remember last year there was a net flow of like is it 80,000 people that means I see the people who left versus who who came back the effect is 80,000 people left and never came back so net net outflow yeah then that makes sense right if there's fewer people chasing the same amount of Mm. goods then price there's no reason for prices to skyrocket yeah exactly because they you want to be the sellers want to give more attractive mm-hmm. pricing to us who are left, right? right? And also, That's like, sure. for example, the rent, the rent did not increase at all. Like, for me and for mm-hmm. my friends who have been renting, so in the past three years, the rent has been going down. Unlike, say, Singapore, where it's the opposite, where the rent has mm-hmm. doubled or something, according to my friends who are there, I guess that impacts, right? Like, obviously, rent mm-hmm. would increase the prices because stores are renting their stalls and stuff but if it doesn't if it hasn't increased here then then their price would be stable probably because they won't right. add that on to the consumers or something right that's right that is a very good point because philippines obviously has a very different structure so we import a lot of stuff in the philippines and the problem of that importation need is we're very much dependent on global prices Mm. Right. So mm. if you import energy, for example, and we we don't have a choice, we need to import. Otherwise, we won't have enough electricity for the entire country. Uh. So we are very much dependent on how much electricity costs outside of the Philippines. Mm. We're not self-sufficient. We're not uh, self-reliant. We're very much dependent on importation. So number one, we are very much... Um, sensitive to prices outside of the Philippines. Secondly, it's sensitive to our foreign currency exchange rate as well. Mm, right? Oh, so yeah. If the, we have weak peso to buy imported goods. Then as as an importer, I don't have a choice in the Philippines. I need to raise price. Mm. Otherwise, how else am I going to buy more stuff for you guys? I see. Right? Yeah, could be. 
But you mentioned energy. Actually, that's one thing that they're increasing this year. Uh, apparently, mm. going to increase the electricity prices in Hong Kong this year. Mm. Yeah, so so that probably I will feel. I, I, actually, yeah, I got my first bill. It was higher than usual. Yeah. So mm. yeah, so that to answer your question, it's electricity then. <laughs> But maybe that that will have an impact on the prices of other stuff going forward, right? Because if mm. other You know, if grocery stores also have a higher electricity bill, their overhead is going to increase. Therefore, they need right. to increase prices. So I think I will eventually see that trickle down to the other stuff. This is a very good point. Electricity is a benchmark. In the Philippines, I remember the the constant benchmark for prices in general is the minimum fare in Jeepney. Yeah. They, they always ask... <laughs> oh, how much is the minimum fare? And they, they, the reporters would go around asking passengers, mm. what do you think about this increase or rate hike in, in Jeepney? Some are sympathetic, right? Mm. People would say, mm-hmm. oh, it's okay because the gasoline prices are actually mm-hmm. increasing. So the drivers need to earn money, right? So, so I think the, the increase in minimum fare is justified. But there's also those people... Wow, I really hate this constant <laughs> increase in 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 uh, jeepney fare. So I will ask my boss for a raise or or something like that. Uh. Right? So there's <laughs> there's always that benchmark uh, minimum fare. Yeah, jeepney prices. So I googled what it is right now, and I found 2022, mm. and it was uh, it's actually 12 pesos. Okay, that's the minimum fare in 2022. I don't know if it increased in 2023, and I remember. You know, obviously in the, but I don't remember in elementary. But I remember, I think college it was seven pesos. Was was that the minimum, or was that already? Yeah, yeah, I wasn't there. I, re- I remember five pesos before. That is a good benchmark, I think, in the Philippines because mm. most people um, ride the jeepney. I mean, the the average person, average Joe, the average yeah. Joe rides a jeepney, right? Like, mm. I I always rode the jeepney going to school, so. That is a good benchmark, and you would really feel a pinch, especially if, as we talked about, right? Like, if your daily allowance is only what twenty pesos, and then it's seven, hmm. it's also jeepney. Wait, that's back and forth. So I only have <laughs> six pesos left. Then I can only buy cheapy, and then no, I cannot buy drink anymore. <laughs> can you imagine the twenty pesos with a twelve peso minimum jeepney fare? Oh my! God. You have one way. Ticket, and then you have to walk. Come back. (laughs) You have to to sit on somebody's lap, right? Oh my god, sabak. (laughs) Oh yeah, we used to do that. That was funny. It's like you know, your parents are trying to obviously save money, and then Mm. I don't know until what age you can get away with that. Though at some point, like you're too heavy Mm. to be sitting on your parents' (laughs) lap. (laughs) But how about you then in Japan? Yeah, it it is increasing. So. The inflation projection for 2023 is 2.6 percent, mm. and you would think mm, that's really low. Yeah, but last year was zero percent. Oh my so, god! <laughs> so it is it is a big jump, right? Oh my and god! The year before that, it was in fact negative. Wow! How is it possible? To- yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It, it, it is it is really weird here in Japan. Mm. Inflation is really low, and even at 2.6 percent, it would feel really small. Of a jump, but it's actually a big, big difference. It makes a big difference here in Japan, mm. and a lot of people argue that probably it's a good thing that Japan finally has inflation, so that people start spending money 
And you will see in the news as well that Japanese companies, Toshiba and all these companies, are increasing salaries like really, really high. Oh, because because they haven't they haven't increased the salaries oh of their employees for <laughs> decades. So oh my god, it's about time. Yeah, I see. Okay. And speaking of salary in relation to that, right? So if your increase actually, if you get a 3% increase in the Philippines, but the inflation is not almost 9%, right? You're actually in effect getting a decrease in salary, isn't it? That's right. Yeah, so if you don't fight that or if you don't hmm. ask for more, then you are, like you're doing the same job, but you did not get a raise in effect, right? <laughs> because mm. because everything, your purchasing yeah. power mm-hmm. is diminished mm-hmm. by the difference between your salary increase and the rate of inflation but i'm just thinking what could we do as consumers yeah. right, to help the government tame inflation are there things that we can perhaps try and do uh, and as a collective have an impact on inflation and i think there are right we number one we we try to assess what are the things that I'm spending on on a regular basis? And if there's a way to justify all those expenses, right? Because mm-hmm. uh, it could be that you're you're spending in excess for things that are not necessary. Uh, say, like we've mentioned second car. Like, do you really need the second car? Or do you even need a car yeah. in the first place, right? Yeah. So you, you, you try to reassess um, what is my budget now compared to two years ago? How different is it? What percentage of my salary is uh, getting used up by by the biggest um, component? Well, what is it? Is it services? Is it uh, food? Is it grocery? Chances are it's not, right? Chances are it's something else. Mm-hmm. Uh, could be pandemic revenge spending. You mentioned yeah. about revenge travel. <laughs> yeah, it's all before. this revenge stuff, I would think. Yeah, yeah. I, I spent a lot in 2020 when most people were not spending. I was, I guess I was depressed because I was, you know, just at home and, and nobody to talk mm. to or whatever. So I did revenge spending even before it became a thing, I guess. Or maybe it wasn't <laughs> revenge. It was more of consolation spending or something. I don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, I yeah. Mm. Yeah, so you're right. I think usually the people who have money to spend though obviously not those who are you know are just getting by right but those who have enough money Mm. to spend they don't really spend it on things they need right you obviously Mm. don't spend more because what are the things you need anyway just food and electricity and whatnot usually you spend more on say you buy louis vuitton or whatever Mm. (laughs) and all those fancy stuff right a Tesla, right. or I don't know what what are what for men. What is the equivalent of a Louis Vuitton? I don't know. I I I know of a lot of men who would flaunt their sports cars. Maybe ah, uh, yeah. there are a lot of those yeah. here. By the way, it's like seriously, probably that yeah. sports car is cost so much, right? Yeah. And also, just recently, I saw in the news that. Someone bid for a vanity license plate here that was just one letter. I can't remember the le- Let's say it's letter R. Mm-hmm. It got sold for millions of Hong Kong dollars. Can you imagine wow. that? So that is the perfect example of... <laughs> <laughs> Insane. Insane spending. Like, yeah. seriously, you yeah. would buy... We pay millions on the letter R. Are you kidding mm. me? But yeah. 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 So those are the things that people spend on. The people who have so right. much money. Yeah. 
and and paying the sticker price on a sports car is one thing, but you have to maintain that. You have to, you know, how how much oil does it, how much gasoline does it eat every day? Mm-hmm, so yeah. if it's a gas guzzler, then it's it's gonna cost you a lot more. Um, not not just what you pay now, but you know, regular running the car is actually mm. costing a lot more. So maybe that like. Trophy items, I don't yeah, know. Trophy, crazy uh, yeah, crazy spending. Mm-hmm. Cut, okay. cut down. I don't know. Probably they're not listening to this podcast. Yeah, I, 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 I seriously <laughs> doubt that they are. That guy who bought that vanity plate is obviously not going to be listening to this podcast. Uh, yeah, mm. so I don't know. Yeah, okay. So cut down on crazy spending. Mm. But what else? Aside from us trying to tame inflation, it's also trying to prepare ourselves with what's to come. Right, so if inflation doesn't really go down, and governments are forced to do drastic things, chances are the economy is gonna suffer. Right? Mm, yeah, there, there will be recession, and so I think it's wise to cut on discretionary spending, but at the same time, don't bet on risky investments uh, at this point in time. Like I wouldn't speculate on you know buying five condominium units in the hope of selling them next year ah, I wouldn't do that okay like try, try to be conscious of investment risks as well like if you're thinking of going into crypto or going into these you know, I, I wouldn't call them investments even like they're just gambles right mm, yeah uh, don't, don't gamble your money to very speculative things I think is a good tip mm-hmm. okay to prepare yourself yeah all right Okay. Right. Noted. So was there anything else or was that it? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's pretty much it. And I'm curious to know like what people or listeners are thinking about. Like is this a big thing? Are we just I don't know, talking nonsense and it's not really a big thing? Let us know. Like if you're feeling the inflation as well. And whatever it is. Yeah, I think it depends on the country for sure. I mean, my friends and I have been talking about this. And I don't know if it's the age group or whatever. But like my friend Mm -hmm. in Sydney was saying Mm -hmm. that... I I can't remember what it was that is now double the price. Like maybe bread or the specific thing that she used to buy. In Canada, they definitely Mm -hmm. feel that there. And also people in UK, I see people on Reddit posting, you know, like, oh, this was like this before and this is like this now. And there's something called shrinkflation, I think. They mentioned like yeah. some companies, instead of like increasing the price of the goods, they will cheekily, you know, reduce. Like it used to be 1,000 ml, now it's 900 ml, but for the same price, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you buy a cheapie right now, D, you know, I guarantee you it's going to be smaller <laughs> than what you used to buy before. Probably, yes. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, it's shrinkflation, but... It's also inflation. So the price has increased. And at the same time, the quantity of the good mm, has decreased. Yeah. So you're, yeah. Exactly. Double whammy. So yeah, so to our listeners, can you let us know if you have any items that you have noticed had like a ridiculous increase? Mm. And if you're from the Philippines, how did you manage the onionflation? Did you... What did you replace? Like, what alternatives did you do? Like, if you're cooking, like, eh, no onion, then what? 
What did you do instead? What did you put? I think they just made it without. And speaking of those, right? I saw also people were also posting menus on, say, Food Panda mm-hmm. or something. And there's a disclaimer on the items: no onions, no onions, like on, like say, pizza or whatever. D, how how do you how do you sell onion rings with no onions? <laughs> and probably they don't have it on the menu anymore. Okay. <laughs> I think that you should just remove that on the menu unless you're willing to sell it for if. That would have like definitely increased, right? But that's what. Speaking of onions, yeah. There's a pizza. You mentioned pizza, right? Uh-huh. There's a pizza chain. I don't know if it's just a boo, if it's a nationwide brand. It's called Ar- Alberto's Pizza. They put a lot of onions okay. on their pizza. So I think they had to make do without, probably. <laughs> and I'm curious, what did they use instead? Like instead of onions, what alternatives are there? I think they just didn't put any, or they just put more garlic instead, or whatever. I don't know. Right. Okay. Yeah, it won't taste the same. Like, like for example, mm. um. Sinigang without onion actually doesn't taste the same. So I don't know. You probably just have to like make do. You have no choice, right? Mm. It will be become too expensive. Nobody's That's gonna right. That's right. or maybe there's an option. Sinigang with onion is this price? Sinigang without onion is this price? <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh my god, that would have been funny. But please, people in the Philippines, let us know if you saw any mm. of that happening or whatever was your um, onion stories. We would love yes. to hear about them. So let us know your answers um, by DMing us on Instagram at BananaKeyPodcast or email us BananaKeyPodcast at gmail.com and your answers might be featured on the next... Cutie minute. Time for our followers. Cutie minute. Your thoughts in our voice. Cutie minute. Not really one minute, but we're calling it. Cutie minute. Okay, our first cutie is that semi-charmed life, and this is in relation to episode 108, Philippine national symbols, and she says hashtag. National podcast. Wow, <laughs> national podcast. Yeah, because that's what they said, right? That banana cube. That's what we said. Yes, should be the national. And we podcast. ratified. <laughs> <laughs> so that's semi-charmed life says appealing to the House of Representatives to pass the bill for this. <laughs> Need to find a way to save race voice singing semi-charmed life as my ring. <laughs> you should sing it for her now. <laughs> No, we sang it before. Yeah, but you can sing it I again, think... right? Do you remember? No, the the first one's the charm. Okay, fine. Semi-charmed life. Sure, yes. got it. Love those shout-outs as always. Makes me giggle forever. Your supporter. Wow, thanks very much. <laughs> Thank That's you. Life. Thank yes. You. And then the next is also commenting on the same episode. This is from Jackard, and he said, "Too funny. If I had to change one thing, it would be the national bird." I think it should be the rooster. Oh, wow. Yeah, the one that wakes us up in the morning, most times against our will, and serves as entertainment or even a f- source of income for others. Yeah, I think I agree with him, right? Why didn't we think of this? The the rooster was featured in our very first episode, remember? I know. <laughs> well, wait, how do you define a bird? Because roosters can't fly, right? But I think but it, ostriches can't fly as well, so I suppose. I think it's a bird. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I think it is a bird. Yeah, I think it's right. Ratified. <laughs> Ratified. Okay. Thank you, Jackert, for that input. That is, in fact, a very good contender. Yes. What did we say was a national bird? He said dove, and I wasn't convinced. Uh. And now Jack has convinced me. Yeah. <laughs> 
is yeah kalapating mababanggit <laughs> no remember yes jackert rooster ratified yes. awesome mm-hmm. thank you the next cutie still on the same episode mm-hmm. this is from krish and chris krish says love this week's episode really reminds me of my sibika and kultura poster when i was young you had a sibika and kultura poster <laughs> I don't know. Oh. Maybe they did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So whilst I had Britney Spears in my room, Krish had a Sibika. I don't think she had it poster. in her room. She probably it was okay, probably okay. in their in their classroom or something. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Oh, and she further says. Also, I just recently found out the use of anahau. Mm. It is used mainly as a roofing material in the Bicol region. It's fascinating and really pretty to use as a decor. Very durable too. I think it really deserves to be the national plant. They say it's more durable than the nipa leaves they use on the nipa hut. Also sharing the picture of it as a roofing mat. Oh yeah, these are wonderful. Yeah, actually, I yeah, didn't know. I, yeah, I didn't know these were made of anahau. So I'm really glad that she pointed it out. Otherwise, we, because we didn't know what anahau was used for. Remember, we say is it used as a fan or what is it? So it was just umbrella. We, we said it was an umbrella. <laughs> yeah. So it was so, just ignorance. In effect, mm-hmm. It is, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah a roof. So it's better than an umbrella, in fact, right? Yes, it is. Yeah. So I think yeah. So maybe that's why it was um, the national leaf. So I think it could still. Yeah, she's right. It does deserve that. Although I guess, but we don't have a now in Cebu. I don't think so. I haven't seen a now. So this one is not. You don't have this in Cebu. This touched hats. We have this in Sambuanga. I guess we did. I don't really remember. Also, Nipa. Yes, I've seen. Oh Nipa, yeah, yeah, yeah. This one, this material. I don't believe so. Correct me if I'm wrong, but yeah, like, yeah. I don't know. I haven't seen a now. <laughs> Maybe you just didn't notice, but yeah. So I get, but I think yeah, banana leaf is still a strong contender. I would think, but. But yeah, you can actually well, say that it banana leaf. Put that as a roof, D. You will be wet all <laughs> that, year. I mean, not as a roof, as a contender for national leaf, okay. not as a roof. Yes, but uh, yeah, I think awesome. uh, yeah, but yeah, I think Anaha could still keep its title then if, if it is useful and all that, right? Yeah. So you were wrong that it didn't have any use, or we didn't just know. But thank you for letting us know what the use is because. Yeah, we didn't know that before, and see that is why we love getting comments because obviously we don't know everything. Uh, right. Yeah, so thank you for letting us know. And the last commenter, still the same episode, is Monica, Ray's wife, and she said, mm. "Eto dapat ang bagong national motto sa atin," and then she included a picture of it's a sign inside a jeepney, which says, "God knows who does not pay." And who does is spelled H U D A S, which is Judas. <laughs> yes, God knows Judas not pay. Yeah, so it's like saying, you know, if you don't pay, you are Judas, right? So, and this is actually a very common signage inside jeepneys mm-hmm. in the Philippines. <laughs> so, do you Yo. think this should be national motto? <laughs> I think it's a very good motto, right? Because it's reminding us how important honesty is. That's true. And we, mm. and actually, right? Uh, you will notice that, um, well, a lot of Filipinos are dishonest. I mean, like in the sense that you know, if you're in the Philippines, a lot of people don't feel safe because, you know, someone might not, uh, but someone might, what they call this, steal your money or something like that. But mm. 
Yeah, so this is a good reminder, I guess. If you drum it into people's heads that you should not steal, which is one of the Ten Commandments, by the way, guys. Thou shalt not steal. Yeah. Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's livelihood. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yeah, so I think this is a nice... Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Monica, for Ratified. that. Ratified. <laughs> All right. Thank you for those comments that really, really made our day. So, if you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to us on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you're listening right now. And as usual, we're going to ask for a five-star rating. <laughs> minimum. As usual. Minimum five stars. Minimum. Okay. And thank you. That is all for now. Bye. Bye.